0: Welcome to the XR for Business podcast with your host, Alan Smithson. Today's guest is Kai Liang. He is uh, an amazing global world trotter, traveling around the world, promoting virtual and augmented reality for Education. He's a deep expert and practitioner of VR and AR education and industrial solutions in the global marketplace. He's currently the acting director on a number of different companies, including world-class VR education content company, Mel Science, as their director of business development. Leading VR education company, Smartstone Technologies, and the co-founder and VP, Of a leading chinese vr education company growlib technologies he is recently appointed to the european managing director of shadow creator a leading chinese ar glasses and solution company based in shanghai kai's various businesses are responsible for successfully deploying vr education classroom solutions to thousands of schools in many countries all over the world and soon solutions in several countries directly with the ministries of education you can visit melscience.com for more information Hi, welcome to the show.
1: Well, many thanks, Alan. That's a fantastic intro. Very kind of you.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm really excited to have you on the show. How did you get into VR?
1: Well, I think uh, it's really a part of the trend. I, I, I used to lead uh, the market in for glasses-free 3D technology. Um, I, I was the, the VP for Dimenko. Uh, glasses-free uh, 3D, or otherwise called autosteroscopic 3D technology, had a lot of promise had a lot of potentials. Uh, but unfortunately, due to a number of factors, the, the business didn't take off the industry kind of slowly drifted. And uh, a lot of my friends and partners actually moved into virtual reality. And I can't help help notice that the uh, difference from auto stereoscopic 3d, VR was a technology and a ecosystem that is joined by a lot of Leading global brands such as Facebook, Google, Microsoft, and Huawei, et cetera, et cetera. So, this is growing stronger and stronger. And uh, I can clearly see that uh, it, it offers an even stronger impact to users as a media form uh, than also stereoscopic 3D. So, yeah, that's, that's how I just uh, naturally fit in, uh, migrated from 3D to, uh, to to VR. And education is really the area that I. Uh, I initially settled down to and I found a lot of possibility and their uh, immense potentials. I, I believe this can add a lot of value to what we do.
0: Well, I think you guys have already started to add an enormous amount of value to the education system. You sent me a license to your Mel science VR application. The very first lesson was the difference between pencil lead or carbon in a pencil lead and carbon in a diamond. And I was able to, in VR, go into at the molecular level and see why carbon as a, as a substrate like lead, or, or not lead, but graphite, is different fundamentally than how a diamond is. One is organized in sheets, and the other one is organized in a, in a, a structure that is much, much stronger. Obviously, diamonds are much stronger than graphite, but they're the same materials. And unless I had gone into that VR experience and gone down to the molecular level, I would never ever really fully understand how that works. This kind of virtual reality experiences to explain phenomenon that are really difficult to to grasp from a two-dimensional level this is really really powerful. So how did Mel Science start to work on virtual reality education? because Mel science started off as a company that provides science kits to students, so you can go online, you order a science kit, and it comes in the mail, and then you can start to do experiments, chemical experiments, you can do physical experiments. How did it kind of morph from that into VR?
1: Sure, uh, it's a good it's a good question. Uh, I will enjoy telling the story, and also I'm really glad that you enjoyed the, the experience with mild chemistry VR as well. That and the, the lessons you described risen to, to, to certainly my experience in demonstrating the solution to uh, teachers, to students, to professionals, to, to colleagues from many countries around the world. So generally people like it. And people like good content. This is very fundamental. I mean, we are all, every day we, we enjoy content. And by now we, when we watch movies, we enjoy the good content. The movie with really a uh, lot of detail, well-constructed storyline and um, Good content actually make a, a big difference for, for people's lives and for education as well. And um, it's, it's worth noticing that uh, today what people see from our science is mostly chemistry. And there's a good reason for that. The The founder of Mouth Science is um, a gentleman called Dr. Vasily Filipov. He's a friend and he's also a physicist and um, an ex-director of Yandex from Russia. That's a leading internet search engine. So... Vasily is a great businessman and uh, he's also a scientist. And Vasily likes to improve the way science is, is taught and he wants to make things interesting, which is why you, you notice that Mount Science originally started off designing and manufacturing and provide a really beautiful, interesting, and innovative chemistry experimental kit of very good quality for 22 countries around the world. So, in a way, I mean, if we go back to our K twelve school days, chemistry is actually the most difficult subject because mathematics is very reasonable. And physics you can you can feel and touch. Chemistry, on the other hand, things magically happen on a macroscopic level or atomic mm-hmm. level that you just cannot actually see at all. So you have to imagine it. And also you you, you have to try to kind of like take the interest from what is happening on the macro level for a chemistry experiments when metal change color, when one state change to a different state, and one material change to different material, and when you make beautiful crystals, you kind of see that and you try to imagine what's happening on the macro level. So that actually made chemistry really hard to grasp for a lot of people. But yet, it's such a fundamental subject for everyday life. and Our entire biological phenomenon is driven by chemistry petrochemistry industry, the backbone of society chemistry and cosmetic chemistry. So that is why Vasily and his team, they they really want to do something to improve, to help the society by improving the way chemistry is taught so that the difficulty of trying to understand what's what's happening in a chemical reaction is not going to be so difficult. It's not going to put off so many people. So that is why the experimental kit was designed to make it very interesting, great fun. That is more fun than the experiment you get from standard textbook. And in addition, virtual reality technology is, is utilized with really good graphics, with very accurate scientific description, and with a, a unique journey to actually to make the theory easier to absorb, make it immersive, and also you the student can also construct the molecules together using different atoms, so there's a lot of interaction with it. So I think that, in a way, is, is what a good virtual reality education content can give you is that unique immersive experience to to let you realize to practice things that is normally impossible on a microscopic level. It can also do things on a macroscopic level, such as playing with concepts on the planets on the solar system scale. But uh, for chemistry. This help, this value is delivered at a macroscopic level. And you don't see a lot of companies from the world actually doing things so focused as mouse science. And as the name mouse science uh, suggests, I mean, chemistry is not where we'll stop, of course, the team has already done a large number of physics content, also of the same level of quality. So there's a great storyline, beautiful graphics, scientific and accurate and with the right pace and with good immersive support and with lot of interaction. So all these elements and follow through kind of mouse science philosophy of offering not a lot, but really high quality focused science education content.
0: It's interesting that you punctuate the quality because there's other companies that are pushing out virtual reality content for learning education, and they have hundreds of modules but the quality is not quite there. And it's almost like they rushed through creating as much content as possible. You guys are taking a different approach where instead of just rushing through as much content as possible, you guys are really focusing on the quality of content.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, we, every content Mount Science make, we want to achieve a really strong wow factor. And normally, if you go to trade shows uh, where you try to promote uh, virtual reality education solutions to company, every company seems to have a list of star content. They would demo the star content in order to push their entire portfolio of VI education content. Now, Mount Science is unique that they really want to make sure that every piece of content has this wow factor and it, it has a consistent high standard. So I think this is very unique. And Another thing interesting about Mars Science, I will talk about other VI education company as well. But another interesting about Mars Science is it's a combination of reality and virtual reality. I think that's also quite important. Uh, already for chemistry, we know that Mars Science make real chemistry experimental kits. That is fun, and uh, you can go to Facebook our company community page on Facebook. You see more than one point three active subscribers of the Facebook community page there, because the videos generated and the pictures uh, being produced from this chemistry experimental kit were just beautiful. So the combination of real experimental kit plus the VR element gives you a combined educational and a messaging power. And Mata has recently made another set of products called Kit. So this is to teach science to really young children, possibly between 5 to 10 years old, and it's not constrained to chemistry. It includes physics, magnetic, light, and temperature, energy, all these subjects. But this is again, young children would construct a functional scientific toy, not too difficult, and they will be able to read a storyline from a book. They will be able to construct a bit of a treasure hunt with the storyline as well. And in addition, they enjoy a augmented reality teaching experience. So again, you see this element of, of reality, the things you can teach, you can read, you can, can feel, plus the employment of AR and VR technology. I think that's actually quite important. You have in the market two schools of thought. One is to really use the best of uh, VR and AR, but try to leave the traditional education approach. But that's probably not the best way to go about it. it, it it's important to combine the value of VR and AR together with well designed well authored education material on paper and physically and also you can you can see and touch and there is that social element with it as well so i think that's actually quite unique and i hope that is something that can be noticed can be enjoyed by the user community and teaching community so that truly we have VR that is working in partnership with other means of technology to give that extra bit of user experience.
0: Yeah, I think that's really key in learning. A lot of people, when they started to talk about virtual reality, said, oh, this is going to replace teachers and it's going to... And I really don't feel that. And I think you guys have taken a really pragmatic approach. Virtual reality serves a purpose. It can show students things that were not possible going down to the molecular level. But you still need that that hands-on approach, you still need the the experiments, you still need the written word, and I think it's really not uh, something that's going to completely replace teaching in the way we we know it, it's just going to enhance it it's like when tablets came into a school tablets didn't replace teachers, computers didn't replace professors people need to wrap their heads around the fact that VR and AR are, are just another tool in the toolbox to provide excellence in learning.
1: I agree and I think that extends beyond teaching as well. I mean, today we see the the most high-end utilization of XR technology, including mixed reality in industries. So the the common philosophy is that the XR technology gives human beings a way of experience, of manipulating, of interacting with data, therefore with decision. And that really should be an enhancement from what we do and how we do things, rather than replacing Once we notice that, hopefully we can truly use XR technology in the right way for training, for education, and for industrial applications and beyond there.
0: You guys are working on science from experiments and teaching science from that base level. Uh, Another virtual reality startup, Labster, is taking a different approach. They're creating a very, very high-end chemistry lab that you can go and start doing experiments virtually And this is really, really important because they've created a lab that you can go in and like a wet lab, but it's available to any student because most times these labs are million dollar labs and they're in universities and they're very, very specific to that and being able to scale that. Do you see Labster as that next step when you graduated from male science and you've got this passion for science and chemistry and physics? Then you move over to Labster to really start experimenting at the higher level uh, with that. Is that something that you guys have looked at as a partnership, perhaps?
1: Uh, yeah, I know Labster team uh, read quite well, and they have an excellent product. Um, as you rightly mentioned, Labster's product and concept uh, focus around college level or university level. And yeah. uh, at the moment, Mouse Science focuses on uh, young science uh, education, as well as K-12 level. So in a way, I think th- these are quite complementary. It's also difficult for us to work directly with each other because we address different markets. We have lots of mutual respect to each other. I mean, lastly, this great team, also supported by Google, while mouse science, the, the market we address is very different. Another thing dif- different about mouse science is that uh, mouse science wants to be really platform independent. And we support Google platform, we support Oculus ecosystem. We are working, I mean, this trip I have in China is to talk with other VR platforms in China, including HTC, PPVR, Pico, and we support um, the iOS platform. We we want to be much more universal so that uh, this is a reflection of education at K-12 and, and younger levels because you have a, a huge variety of different uh, hardware platforms that people use. Well, at the university level, they, they can perhaps uh, enjoy being more fixed, more focused around Google platform. I know the team. Well, hopefully, in the future, we can we can collaborate more.
0: Absolutely. I, well, I think you, you guys both have similar missions to provide a, a new level of science education. I think it's wonderful. So, tell us, what are some of the results that you're seeing with virtual reality? Are you seeing improved test scores? How how are you uh, measuring the success of this in a school environment?
1: That's a really good question. The especially when you mentioned improvement of test scores, because you typically see that in eastern cultures, such as China, Korea and Japan. It's very important that uh, whatever education technology you utilize in school, it has to result in a positive effect on the exam scores. <laughs> and, uh, and while in the West, um, there has been independent research, both in Russia and in the United Kingdom and in the USA, to try to measure the difference between utilizing virtual education technologies, such as Malsai, and the control group that you don't. And in all this independent research, there are really strong evidence to support that virtual reality technology gives an enhancement for people to understanding of the education knowledge point. And notice I'm talking about knowledge point because each VR education application is addressed the delivery of certain knowledge piece. And all this knowledge piece is actually within the uh, standard K-12 curriculum of different countries. I mean, the, the interesting thing with K-12 is that the education curriculum at K-12 level in all the different cultures in the world, they don't differ that much from each other. So what deliver what is useful for one culture is for UK system would, would work very well for US system and will work in China, will work in Japan, etc, etc. Not only that, the, the students after the experience of VR they use that VR to understand the knowledge point, they get a better feel for it. They get better focus for it. You tend to notice that you might have certain naughty students or certain students in the classroom that is, their attention can easily drift away. Once they put on a VR headset, or an AR headset for that matter, this enriched multimedia experience instantly grabs the nature. And they focus on learning for change. This is a very powerful tool to actually really deliver the the kind of baseline knowledge that you want everybody to have in the classroom. So once people have better confidence with knowledge points, once they actually get through the entirety of the education message, I mean, by definition, we know that it should have a positive effect on the exam score. However, if you truly want to be scientific about exam score, it's essential for you to really observe the student to conduct experiments or scientific research of a prolonged period of time, at least for one year or possibly two years. Now, I don't know of any structured education project of such in the world yet, but of course we are open to actually work with anybody or any research institutions. We, we will facilitate that research because that, that can be done, it can be very useful for education communities from around the world. But having said that, I do want to mention a couple other BI education products. It's written by my friends and partners. For example, there's this company based in Cyprus, lovely island of Cyprus, called Luden.io. And this company is, the CEO is called Oleg. Uh, Oleg's team used to develop education technology game or entertainment games such as In Cell, In Mind. And they, they wrote a different version of itself. They also developed a really innovative entertainment project such as the um, Wow True Learn. So it's artificial intelligence machine learning application. OLED's team is working with autism institutions in Russia, in US, and I'm putting them in touch with Australian Autism Institute Recovery Center in, in Australia and also in, in Beijing and in UK. So by working together with the research institutions to help children suffering from autism to learn better, to socialize better, they purposely develop the the application together with researchers. So this type of product, their product set is called Rewire.education. They are actually a combined result of scientific research together with virtual reality education. So their product, I think it's certain to deliver positive value in education for autism children. I mean, it's, a, it's a different. It's a very niche market sector, but I think that's actually a good example. If hopefully we can see, we can beginning to see more and more collaboration between the VR content team, good VR content team, and top research institutions. Uh, they, they would focus on how to utilize the XR technology to improve education. So in that way, without waiting for one or two years of research, we know that we're going to deliver things that deliver a better edu-tech result because we involve researchers, we involve, we involve teachers and we involve students from day one. So I hope initiatives like this can, can happen more and more in the world.
0: I agree. I think it's uh, it's wonderful. And you're. it's interesting the position that you have because you represent a number of different technologies, all within the K to 12 education space: Ludden.io, Smartstone VR, and then Mel Science. But they all uh, work together to enhance learning. And so, how did you get into the field of learning? Like, how did you end up here, representing all of these different future education components?
1: a good question. I mean, as I said, I started in the world of VR by by working in the, in the area of virtual reality education. And I remember my first job uh, in this area is that I was, I became the sales director for, at the, at the time, back in the days of 2016 and 2017, uh, the leading Chinese virtual reality education company called the VR School. I was a sales director. So my job is to, to deliver positive revenue for the company in, in a very competitive market space against all the kind of a traditional resistance of the technology and also against the fact that at that time the experience of vr is not all that great so i have to push but very quickly i noticed that uh, the good content really delivered the message and delivered the, the benefits. It's obvious but there are not so many good contents I mean, back in 2016 and 2017 certainly in the market in china and also internationally you have all this content isolation yeah one company have certain content and besides, I mean, don't forget that writing virtual reality content at that time is a lot more expensive compared with this day. You have much less professionals who is able to generate VR content, including VR education content. So you have one company perhaps have uh, five to 10 content. Another company perhaps have uh, 20 content. And that, when you put them all together, it's still not going to come anywhere near enough for VR education to be adapted or even trialed in the education community. So from 2017, while I was working for VR schools, I already formed the habit of trying to get to know people or companies around the world who actually are working on VR content. And normally I, I would ask people, do you also do something in VR education? Why not? And I think that's, that effort, we, we do this consistently from two three years ago. Um, it give me the benefit that uh, I start to actually get to know a lot of good people from different worlds, from different countries, um, in, in, with different style. They all have different contents for re education. I Mount mean, Science is actually one of the company I come across in this search, being probably one of the best, and together with Labster, as you rightly pointed out, and Ludendata, and Co Spaces, and um, Victory XR, Sterling Pixel. So I can name a very long list of really, really good people, good teams who actually created good VR education content. And by, by working with these people, you also tend to know the reason why they can create good content. And sometimes I even try my best to offer help. For example, my Australian startup, Smartphone, is now working with Luden.io because even though they're artificial intelligence product is great, but it's probably going to be too difficult for some students. And so we are um, of uh, an easier version so that the message, the experience can be enjoyed by wider group of people. And we do that because we know the Ministry of Education in China very well. Uh, While you have a country with a massive amount of buying power and also really active needs for good artificial intelligence education products. able to marry the needs better with the team producing the content so i think it's really the job and experience kind of took me to this direction and also it's really a factor of enjoyment of working with teams who is passionate in creating good content they are normally people with a unique philosophy with with their own thinking with their own style with their own experience and they, they all have a passion to try to improve the way training and education is done. It's it's great fun. Including yourself, Alan, you are also very active to introduce people to each other. So I think in the world of whenever you have new technologies such as XR, it's really good to have this community of positive people to try to spread and promote the value, the good case studies to each other and to different markets. So hopefully we can work together to drive the uh, the positive energy given by new technologies to help them to actually deliver value in the society.
0: It's amazing. The whole reason I started this podcast was exactly that. I saw amazing business use cases and amazing education use cases. I saw them coming up every day. And I also was meeting with customers who had absolutely no idea about VR. And so you have this disparity where... The XR community is working really hard to create valuable products, but the rest of the world doesn't know about them. And if the rest of the world doesn't know about them, it's very hard to get scale. And so I, I started the podcast to educate people, and it's thanks to uh, guests like yourself that come on and really explain why this is important and how people can get involved. So speaking of which, how can people get the Mel MelScience uh, VR experiences on their headsets right now?
1: So oh, we are making trial very easy, or much easier this day. So um, we, we have a, a very flexible way. Uh, first of all, because we support uh, the VR experience of all kind of platforms, from Google Expedition platform to Oculus to other all-in-one devices. So our team in London would be very pleased to offer trial code to anybody who needs it. And we do also attend, and our partners attend, pretty much all the leading uh, edutech shows from around the world as well. And so you can meet us in in basically all the major edutech trade shows from around the world.
0: I know you're also on the Oculus Store, right? Yes, we are. And are you on Steam as well?
1: We're not currently on Steam yet, but we should. I mean, it's good advice. I'll certainly talk to the team to see if we can get ourselves on Steam. And recently, we also signed with uh, vSpace. vSpace is also a fantastically successful VR uh, education platform. So we we just got on vSpace. We're designing and delivering our entire content platform to to, to vSpace. So the the supporting platform is going to expand. We are on iPad, so we're not just on VR. We're also on, on tablet as well. So uh, we, we might work to, to, to actually work out support Chromebook. And it's a, it's a project being discussed internally. We have to do two things. One is to deliver more content. And the other is to, um, is to support wider and wider platforms. In the meantime, we're open to actually work with all the platform partners from around the world. So hopefully we can jointly develop content as well. We're going to be more flexible, Amazing. especially with the latest round of
0: funding. I love it. I, I, I don't know what else to ask, my friend. I think this has been a, a great conversation, a great conversation starter. And for anybody who's looking for more information about Science, you can visit melscience.com. How can people get in touch with you, Kai?
1: I can be reached by my LinkedIn page or email kai at melscience.com as well as kai at smartstonevr.com. And also by talking to my friend Alan.
0: Uh, yes, yes, you can message me Everybody will know everybody is through you. <laughs> yeah, I am a connector of sorts. <laughs> awesome. Well, Kai, You're I wonderful. really want to say thank you for uh, for taking the time to be on this podcast. And I really look forward to uh, to trying more of the male science and getting my kids really excited about science. Because I think what you guys are on to is inspiring and it educates and it checks all the boxes that I feel are necessary as we move into uh, a really fast-paced world of exponential growth. So thank you, Kai.
1: Thank you very much. And um, thanks for this uh, podcast as well. Great idea. It's certainly uh, it to benefit all of us working in the XR in- industry.
0: Being an influencer on LinkedIn in the XR field uh, really has opened up an opportunity for us to not only understand what corporations are looking for in virtual augmented mixed reality and artificial intelligence, but also from the aspect of the startups, studios, developers, and enthusiasts out there and what they need. So what we decided to do after getting hundreds and hundreds of messages is to open up XR Ignite to the entire XR community of startups, studios, individuals, passionate people, and really to build a new community that brings together everybody who's passionate about this technology for a low cost and allow them to contribute, to learn, and to get better across the whole industry. That is really the reason why we started XR Ignite, to hyper-accelerate the XR for business industry, business and education. And one of the things that we just keep noticing is that there's so many resources out there. There's the VRAR Association, which we're partners with. There are you know reports coming out daily but there's no one source where people can come together and start just having conversations around how to get better in this industry. And that's why we started XR Ignite. I would encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you're in the corporate side, if you're a startup, if you're an individual, if you're an enthusiast, sign up today at xrignite.com, and you'll be getting access to new reports, investor lists, media lists, exclusive content, interviews with our mentors we have over 56 mentors and if you're a startup and you pay an annual fee you'll actually have the opportunity to book a one-on-one one-hour call with one of the mentors what we're doing with that is we're actually recording those sessions we're transcribing them taking out any personal information and we're making those transcripts available to all members so i think xr ignite is going to drive a lot of value for anybody in this industry who's looking to up their game And also for corporates who want a real insight as to what technology is coming out. So I would encourage everybody to sign up at xrignite.com. And I really look forward to driving value, executing on our mission to hyper-accelerate XR for business and education.